0: 1935 the lions win the nfl championship the detroit tigers take the world series the red wings bring home lord stanley's cup joe lewis begins his rise to world domination this transforms the motor city into detroit city of champions There is the crack of the bats, and we are are live for Champions Day, Charles. Happy Champions Day! Happy James. Champions Day! Yes. Uh, we tried kicking this off last year, right right around Champions Day. Um, our plan for the happened. podcast, and then the world got very very strange. Yes. And uh, so we we eventually got launched with the with the podcast, and uh, we're up to uh, episode number 30. 31. recorded last. This, this, will, is be, 31, this yeah. will be episode thirty one. This will be episode thirty one. Yep, and we are check this out. We got a roving reporter uh, on the scene. We're at the Detroit Historical Museum. Sam's out front live. That's awesome. Uh, she's going to... outside, outside cover. Isn't that cool? <laughs> so we're, at, we're downtown in the Detroit Historical Museum in... Uh, I forget what they call this gallery. Uh, I think it's
1: the, the uh, Motor City Culture. Motor I City think, Culture, yeah. yes.
0: Uh, so we're in the Motor City Culture Gallery. And uh, Samantha's like cruising through. We got the, I I love I the this. original
1: marquee of... Uh, Of the Tiger Stadium, right above us, which is like really incredible. So
0: it's just this easy to come to the Detroit Historical Museum. There's so many great things inside here. They have they have cool stuff in the basement they don't even know about. Oh yeah yeah that's, well, that's just, yeah. A spoiler we're going to get yeah, to how a, that's that that's the story we're you know? going to be
1: getting to, for sure. Uh,
0: and uh here comes Sam around the corner and uh, into the the gallery he that we are in. out there. And uh, look at the Tiger Stadium sign yeah, Samantha Samantha
1: pointed up at the, the Tiger Stadium
0: uh, marquee. Is that the original? I believe so. I mean yeah.
1: what must be. I don't I mean why why would they yeah, put why it? Would yeah, why would they just so randomly build one. I
0: so think that's the original are here, marquee, yeah. Uh April 18th every year. Has been designated Champions, Champions, day. Champions day. It was it was, de- it
1: was designated at the end of the season by the governor of Michigan and, in 1936. Yep, it was right? Yep, it was uh, April 18th was the day. And then it's it's actually I was saying earlier before we started is that uh, usually when we celebrate, we've been doing this every year. We've been yeah. celebrating pretty much every year, um, but most times, you know, just like anything, we a lot of times we celebrate maybe a day before, right. a day after, you know. But uh, this year is April 18th, and um, yeah. And it is it is actually the day, so
0: yeah. And uh, so we're we're here, we're enjoying it. And and because there was a, a part of the whole big celebration uh, was a, a big awards banquet, and, and players from like all the teams were there, along with Joe Lewis. Yeah. Um, and it was just uh, well, yeah.
1: Well, I'll explain for people that haven't seen it. You know, we're taking yeah. a big leap from where we were last week, talking yeah. about the Red Wings to where we are now. It's, well, it's sort let's of a, do because this
0: is this might stand alone for people okay. here or there. Right. Yep. So Detroit, City of Champions. Give me that elevator pitch. What is Detroit, city of champions?
1: Well, yeah. So, so uh, nineteen thirty-five, we have uh, the greatest series of uh, championship excellence that the world has ever seen. And I know that's a bold claim. You know, people say, "Oh, maybe because you're partisan. You're from Detroit. You know, you live in Detroit. You're yeah, is, yeah. You think this is the greatest year? No. But by all possible measures, there was never. There's been no season um, before it could or, match it, that, or, or, or or could ever will match it. Yeah. Um, with, with all the factors that took place. And, um, it from you know it, it, it's it, it a lot of it started uh, it really, it all started prior to nineteen thirty four mm-hmm. with the signing of Mickey Cochran for the Tigers at the end of, at the end of nineteen thirty three yeah and so, um we talked about it in an earlier show how uh, Frank naven makes the Frank name is the owner of the Tigers. He makes the boldest gamble of his life, and he acquires he his, he's he's in his failing health. The team is terrible. He's got no fans. The Tigers are dreadful. They've been dreadful for a long time. And he goes out, and he and they all of his friends are telling him to to uh, sell the team, uh-huh. and take this burden off because he shoulders. was a he was a
0: sickly cat. He was very too. yeah. He yeah. had a heart
1: attack. He was uh um he lost pretty much his entire fortune in the stock right. market crash, and rather Said, than nope. and rather than sell the team, rather than um drop it all, he uh, going
0: big or going home. He, he
1: doubled down and put everything else he did have went out and got a loan and um, put all of his money on, um, yeah. on and went and brought Mickey Cochran in from the Philadelphia A's yeah. And the rest, like sort of, as history. Yep. Um, this, and uh, Then, they they went. The Tigers, on to, won, uh, yeah. The Tigers in 1934 go on to, um, w- they win the pennant. They they, uh, they play in the series. Exactly. They go to the seventh game in the World Series. They lose. But it, but the, but the, but but in the middle of that 1934 run by the Tigers. The Detroit Lions are born. They're brought from Port, uh, uh, Portsmouth to Detroit. Right. And this is so the Lions play their first year in 1934. They're named the Lions on account of this uh, of the Tigers. Uh-huh. And uh, and at this in out of, in 1934, Joe Lewis is emerging out of nowhere. Sure. Nobody's ever heard of Joe Lewis yeah. in
0: 1934. Out of the black
1: bottom in Detroit. Black
0: bottom Detroit. Just and so uh, all these lying to bl- his mom. Yes,
1: all yeah, blind to his mom <laughs> telling him about that he's trying to take he's taking violin lessons, but he's used his money for boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so um and then at that moment uh yeah so all these and then the, so the lions come in they have a fantastic year the tigers have this fantastic year the red wings have a terrible year but they they realize that these other teams are are competing so well that they got to make a real big effort, sure. and so they go out and start signing these stars to bring into their team, mm-hmm. and so the so everything is laid. And that, out. Was
0: 34. that was thirty
1: four. That was nineteen thirty four, and so um and so that laid down the foundation for what ended up happening in nineteen thirty five. Yes, and so from from my perspective, like where I sort of come into this was that I was a senior at Western uh, in two thousand five. Yeah. And I came across this fact that the Tigers, Lions, and Red Wings had all won their championships in the same season. And I had never heard this before. I tried to write a two-page paper for a history history class I was taking a sports history class at this moment, and I could not find enough information to fill a two-page paper. It's awful. Yeah, so like I'm either a horrible historian or um, there's no information, and uh, I did not think I'm a horrible historian. So I went with the latter, and so what I and so I went to the original newspapers. I ended up making my thesis to graduate from Western, and I found that there was there was in fact there was three championships in Detroit in this 1935 mm-hmm. season, but it was the first championship. For yeah.
0: each team, right, right, season. Yeah. So the season. first cup, the first World Series, and, and the first, first football NFL
1: championship, all in the same season. You had the rise of Joe Lewis. Uh-huh. And, and alongside it, the more I researched, the more I dug into it, the more I found. And, and what I found was not three championships, but thirty-three championships,
0: all in the same season. And they were they were known, and they were celebrated back in 1936
1: 1935 well that's what i'm trying to say yes yeah, so like a lot i mean there was you know along. Some. so the more that i dug into this like the, the original thesis um you know i find i find out that it was the first three championships i found out that there was a lot more stuff going on and then i and then the more i was the more i dug the more i found and the more i found the more fascinated i was with this story yeah. because when you're talking about 33 championships that sounds like an obscene like how many is that possible oh. how many sports are there yeah. i mean um, but there is 33 different sports and Detroit was champions in all of them in this one season, in the middle of the great depression, Detroit's the hardest hit city statistically speaking during the great depression. And they they have the greatest season and to, and to cap it all off um, to cap it all off, there's a huge party at the Masonic temple at the end of the year right. um, on April 18th, which, which is designated champions day by the governor of Michigan city council of Detroit. Um, and the party is held at the Masonic temple. Joe Lewis is the guest of honor. Ah, uh, eight hundred fans are in attendance. Bud Shaver for the Detroit Times is the MC of the event, and uh, yeah. issued a special commemorative newspaper for the day. Yes, and it's a, and it's this massive celebration. And this and then so I mean, there's actually a holiday on the books mm-hmm. that celebrated this this incredible season called Champions Day. And it's been, and then World War II comes and this entire story vanishes. Yeah. For what I, I mean, so, is this
0: a, a copy of the paper you have up on the easel uh, next to you there? Well, this from,
1: paper behind me right here, this came out the day after the first channel. Oh, Champions that's day. the Free Press. It's yes. out, out of the Detroit Free Press. It's out of the Detroit Free Press. A lot of times we put this on the the, the header of our show. Yeah. Because um, yep. I like to I show to this. Screen that, well, yes. I like to show this. This is my favorite paper because it shows, and this is an original, it's one of only three known originals in existence. Jeez. And so um, it shows at a glance. You can see, um, you can see that there's. This shows 21 of the 33 championships in this one season. Yeah. And so that I love it because it shows at a glance. Um, yeah. You know how great this season was. It doesn't even show all. I mean, there's not even room on the paper for all. <laughs> right? it's all the championships. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it yeah. just shows just how big it was at a single, that's why I call it the, the city of champions season at a single glance. That's what I, t- that's how, that's what I call this paper.
0: All right. So that's a little bit of the backstory and that two page paper parlayed itself into a trilogy of books. Yeah. Now I got uh, three books. They're <laughs> here on the, they're here on the table. Yeah. Um, they go through the champions, uh, the, the city of champions story. Uh, by team, and then it dives into the players deeper and the, and the fans and the, 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 uh, the reporters and yeah, the, the, yeah, the owners. And it, it just, it really dissects, uh, yeah. everybody involved in the story. And that's what we're doing on the podcast is, yeah. is, is, uh, going through each of these stories, each of the teams, each of, each of the, the characters involved. Cause there's so many great characters, you know. Oh, the, oh and Iffy it, the Delphes. That's what I mean. Like it, this, this, is like the, this is wonderful one, names and characters.
1: Oh, absolutely. This, but this is what I mean. Like this, the, the richness of this story. Yeah. Like once you start, like any anybody, anybody that's that started to dive into this story, yeah, has been bit by the City of Champions
0: bug. I, I look at you. yourself, you're ah, bit. I totally. I'm <laughs> not a sports guy, and I'm I'm loving every second. That's of what this. I
1: mean. It's like the the tat. It's like this. It, like I I call like you know the first book focused on the season, like sort of an aerial view, like an overall summary of all yeah. the events of the story. But what is the, no 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 sooner did I finish putting the, the last um, sentence down mm-hmm. that I knew that there was a lot that I still did not know. And that was you know, the entire time I wrote the first book, I had virtually no idea who any of the players were. Right. I mean, the big, the big guys like Hank Greenberg and Charlie Gehringer, um. Uh, and, you know, some of these guys, like you know, Joe Lewis, of course. You know, there's plenty of books written about them, but they're they weren't, they didn't win the championships by themselves. Uh-huh. And so and so, there's all these names and these like you know, you just just the names are what jumps off the paper. Like you mentioned a few of them, and, and you know, I'll throw in a couple. Schoolboy row. Oh my God! Yeah. Schoolboy Rowe. I love that. Name. It's like the greatest name. Yeah. I mean, there's there's they all have these nicknames, and it's this. Um, it's just, just this, this, you're, you're reading about it and you're seeing all these names and I, I, you know, the best I could do in the first book was put some very brief summaries down from, you know, some, some just quick things that I found, but I knew that there needed way more work about the players. Like who were the players Mm -hmm. from 1935? And that's what the second series of books, you know, focuses on, which is, um, which is who the, it's called Detroit city of champions, the players. And I wrote it, I initially started off to write it as one book, but it got so huge, uh, I don't know if we can show on the screen, yeah. but it's like uh, yeah, they're there. 800 People can see pages them sitting on the sitting <laughs> on
0: that phone book in front of you. Yeah, that's, that's you. what I'm saying. It
1: looks like a it, the, the together. It looks like a phone book. So yeah. I had to really uh, divide it in half, and um, so I went with uh, the second book, which is um, Joe Lewis and the 1935 Tigers, and then the third book, which is the Lions, Red Wings, and all the other
0: champions of 35. Right. So uh, much, much like. Uh, the city of champions day, your books are dedicated to all the sports and all the champions. It's not just a football book. It's not just a baseball book. It's not just a hockey book. Uh, it it covers all the, the, the motorsports. Uh, the equestrian, yeah. the, the golf, the sharpshooters, the checker champion, uh just everybody that was uh, a, a part of this, the hockey, the 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 minor, the my it call yeah, minor the the, the Al- minor, Detroit
1: Olympics, yeah, the, the minor Olympics. league. Yeah, the
0: Olympics were the, yeah, the, the
1: minor league team of the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. So
0: it, it it covers it covers it all. Uh and then Champions Day, April eighteenth, uh every year celebrated here in Detroit. By us. By us. But that's what I mean. Like,
1: there's no, like, where's the, like, has anybody, you know? We has, do. And, and, has later, any newspaper outlet, have you heard it on any other no. newspaper outlet? You know, uh, mainstream, and any newspaper outlet even mentioned the fact that, um, You know, today is the anniversary of this, um, this an, they an amazing it the, day. Yeah. They called it the at the time, they called it the greater, the greatest gathering of champions under a single roof in history, yeah. because it was this, this huge party, as I mentioned, at the historical museum or at the uh, uh, Masonic temple. Masonic, thank you, Masonic temple. And I mean, it's just this massive event. I have all the original, I found so many different like arc, you know, like uh, pieces of information from that day. Like for instance, there was a, I have a Western union telegram um that was sent to, um, uh, Kathleen Hughes, one of the one of the fe- uh, gol- uh, female golfers who is part of the women's doubles tennis champions. I have the original. I have a uh, at least a copy of the um of the Western Union telegram sent to her uh, to invite her to the party. Love it. And there's so many. So over. So what we've you know we've been sort of uh you know you know 81 years later we're you know we're we're looking for little scraps of information to fill in story and you know ever since when i wrote the first book i really became a magnet for this stuff i had a lot of family members reaching out to me from these people yes i had a lot of people from all over the place like you know i've met tons of family members from these players that are still living here in detroit Mm -hmm. and just the amount of like um memorabilia at least photos of memorabilia that's come to me that's what i really that's why i was it was cool because the first book really allowed me to make me a magnet so that the second and third books are really super in depth. They've mm-hmm. got all this, you just wouldn't, you know, they, you know, you just wouldn't believe how much stuff I've got in here. Photos of uh, original memorabilia and stuff. So, no, so. and that's
0: the thing. I love history. Uh, I love Detroit and, uh, I love these books. Um, it's, 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 it's a great collection of, of Detroit because even if you're not a sports fanatic, if you, if you like history or if you like sports, this is uh, this is a a, a massive collection yeah. of a, incredible.
1: Yeah, and, I, the, and the way that I wrote images. it is you know you've got the the books um, that they, they really do. My goal was to really focus on 1935. <laughs> um, I wanted these. I wanted to lay down like you know I, it's a it's a pretty big claim to say oh this is the greatest season ever. Yeah. Oh there's 33 championships. Oh yeah. you know like all these things. But I wanted to, the goal. Really the overall goal with all of these was to nail down. These, so I can make these statements, yeah. and that anybody that has any, um, you know, any sort of objections to that, I've got the, the the factual information sitting right here. You know what I mean? So it's to build a a a, um, a foundation of fact. For these claims, so once these, so that you know, from this foundation of fact, we can start to rebuild, you know, people's understanding and their memory of this story and bring it back and bring it back. So it's a sell in a mainstream, yeah. widely celebrated event, or you know that this story is reinserted into the into the overall you know story of Detroit, you know, Detroit sports and Detroit history in general.
0: Yep, uh, we are gonna and we're gonna talk about that uh, more. Uh, the the celebration itself. Uh, what do we have to what do we have to cover today? Because there's, uh, we're set up. Like I said, it, it's the the gallery here uh, of the Detroit culture, right?
1: Well, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, gallery Detroit culture, and I mean, first and foremost, right it's this big us. wooden thing that's sitting yeah. behind us in this glass this frame. I think amazing, we should talk spo- about this, you want to talk
0: about? Spoiler alert! <laughs> spoiler alert! It's here. This right? massive wooden plaque behind us. But yeah. the problem, Sam, I don't know if you can like zoom in with uh, the the camera. Um, yeah, go ahead. Or maybe there's the
1: second camera she's floating around so, with.
0: So, um, yeah, I don't know if she can zoom in. I did. That there one fell offline. But, uh, so the, the plaque behind us, there's a, and that's really what we wanted to talk about today. We there wanted to tell yeah. the story uh, of the plaque up at the very top is the, the seal of Detroit. Yeah. And then there's a, a nice inscription. Uh, and then there's a bunch of, you see a bunch of little plaques, each and every one of little those tabs, plaques, yeah. the one up at the tippy top there signed by, our president
1: at the time, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Yep. And those tabs are signed by all the governors from every governor in the
0: country declaring. Well, we can a bit Read what the, uh, what the inscription says a nation. And if you're, you're listening to this uh, you got to go check out, find us on YouTube or, or Facebook because you'll be able to see these, uh, these, these amazing images, uh, a nation appreciative of those qualities of character essential to success in our competitive athletics salutes Detroit, which in this year, 1936 richly merits recognition as the city of champions. So this is a national recognition from the president and every governor and in the country. every governor in the country for Detroit expressing the qualities of of what it is to be a, a, a city of
1: champions. A, a champions
0: a city. This I a mean this, city. Yeah. What
1: other? I mean this is this is an never official, before. This is an official recognition of of sup- i mean supreme excellence that you're going to have and every then, governor what like yeah, what name one thing today Detroit, name one thing, thing yeah. today that yeah. that got that at 48 governors of this country would agree on
0: that. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Nothing,
1: yeah, like name no. one thing and the president of the United States at the same time. Yeah. Name one thing uh, that no, the sky no, is blue. Hold keep,
0: on. Keep going down. Do you yeah. think that,
1: do you think that they would all, do you think that they would all agree that the sky
0: is blue? Yeah. And I may probably not, probably
1: not <laughs> like you would not find anything, but in this year, the season was so dominant that there was literally no um debate that, uh, that you know that they you know that they would all sign this. They would all agree. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like it's just an inc- it's so great that there was no debate.
0: And there's a, a little thing at the bottom. that says presented at Traverse City, Michigan, uh, as part of the national oh national cherry festival. Cherry festival, sure. Uh, that's where
1: it was presented. Was it was in, presented at the cherry July festival in July
0: of 1936? Uh, yeah. Uh, Champions Day no. at Masonic Temple. This was something that they they gathered Did after
1: the fact. Um, yeah.
0: Underneath all the signatures, there is uh, there's there's a diver, a uh, baseball, football, hockey, and a boat racer Garwood. Because Garwood was amazing. We haven't gotten to Garwood oh, yeah, on, on the podcast yet. Yeah. 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 I'm, lo- I'm oh. so looking forward to Garwood's. Oh, yeah. There was a bar uh, down in the the the, the warehouse district uh, called Garwoods. Yeah, uh, you know I I've think never been. I think it's I think it's long gone. Yeah, I heard of it. Um, but uh, so that's everybody. If anybody remembers the bar Garwood's, uh, that's who was named after, and it was one of these thirty-three championships. Another
1: story that I heard on the road with with, with regards to Garwood was at his old house. Which was on the river um, was like at, at one point it was like a Hare Krishna it like became like a Hari Krishna house oh yeah yeah and then it became like a Hell's Angels party spot oh yeah the Krishna and then, mansion and then yeah, yeah. and so they were away. all partying there and then yeah. it got the parties got so out of control that if the house burned down ah. from it and then <laughs> I, but I, but on the road of telling this story at all these yeah. different art shows people are like man I part, I heard I'm telling you I've heard at, at, at no less than fifty people. No less than fifty, yeah, I and mean, that's a conservatively about low mansion. numbers. Saying that, man, I remember partying at that mansion back oh, yeah. in the '60s, you know. And then yeah. like that place was crazy, you know. Like they're actually, um, you know, like they like that story was a frequent the story. Late '80s, I mean, it was still
0: happening in the late '80s because really? people invited. I had never, I never made it, but uh, I had people had like, people inviting you, that I had thing? been invited to, and really? I just I didn't, I didn't make it. But, uh, alright, let's get back to the plaque. Yeah, the plaque, yeah. Because this was, uh, presented, uh, at the Cherry Festival yeah. in, in July of 36 at celebrating the 1935 year. And it's, you can kind of perspective, uh, behind us. It's, it's a good four foot tall. It's big it's real big and
1: I've, you know, and beef. And so yes, I've seen at least it outside four foot tall. and sometimes they bring it out of the case for previous champions. days. They've actually, we had a, um we had the Lindell bar in the basement here yeah. um, two years ago and they brought the plaque down to the Lindell <laughs> bar. And this thing is like just the big, it's, it, it doesn't really look as big on the camera, yeah. but it's, it is a monstrous. I want to thank the historical
0: museum for letting us come oh, totally. in and, and record here. Yeah. Uh, it's great to have this as the backdrop, Um, but they got to be out of their minds. Cause it was just the two receptionists and they're like, Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And they, there's a table over there. Yeah. And, and I, so we're kind of in here cart. Yeah, we got kind of carte blanche. Yeah, kinda, totally. We got a few. I might fits. try on some of these uniforms back here. Well, yeah. Anybody that's not been to his <laughs> Detroit Historic Museum is totally do.
1: well, anybody that's it's totally missing out because this historic museum is awesome. They've yeah. got this great, like uh, they've got this great like fur trade exhibit. They've yes. got some really cool stuff in here. And this this room alone, they've got a wing of this glass case set aside for the just for the city of champions uh season. Yeah. And, um, and so
0: that's the thing. So this plaque, uh, and that's why we're here. And that's why we're talking about it on April 18th. Uh, this plaque deserves to be part of Detroit's cherished history and, and, and celebrated, but it, it, that's, that hasn't always been the case. It hasn't always been on display. It hasn't always been on the, the case
1: in the case, this thing, the story of this, this, okay, let me just say, so let me set it up. Let me set it up like this. That's, okay? I want to Charles, tell me the story. Nothing of this plaque. It, nothing encapsulates the forgotten nature of the city of champions story. Like this plaque, Mm -hmm. this plaque is a physical embodiment of, of the forgotten component of this story. And anybody that's listening to this, anybody that's watching this, just think about this. When was the first time you heard about this city of champions story that when was the first time that you heard that Detroit won their first three championships in the same season? When was the first time you heard that there was 33 championships in the same season? When was the first time that you heard of champions day? that there was a huge party at the Masonic temple in Detroit. When was the first time you heard about these things? Was it today? Yeah. Was it the first time that you're listening to this show? Yeah. Was it, I mean, was it a, maybe a couple of years ago that, you know, you ran into somebody, you know, myself at an art show that was, you know, acting like some kind of snake oil salesman <laughs> trying to sell you a book. And you heard about this for the first time then. Yep. And so, like I say, be, you know, like be honest, the first time I ever heard about it when I was a senior at Western in 2005 and I had, and I'm a diehard Detroit sports fan. Sure. I've watched all, I've been watching the games my whole life. I've been reading all the books. I've done all the good things that Detroit sports, all the things a good Detroit sports is supposed to do mm-hmm. newspapers every day, yada, yada. And I have never heard of this prior to 2005. No. Right. And it was a footnote at the bottom of an old Detroit tiger media guide. And so that's what I'm saying is, yeah. is that if, if we be honest with ourselves and come to come to terms with the fact that we're not born knowing everything, and that sometimes something you know you know especially in history, sometimes things are forgotten. Sometimes things are you know are um, you know for whatever reason. And we can we've talked about we have a whole show about you know why this season was forgotten and all this. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, um, this story is widely and almost near universally forgotten. Right. And this plaque right here, as I said, you know, set up this thing. This is, you know, this is this is a physical example of why. Because the story of this plaque and how it was forgotten, and how it, and how it got to the glass case that you you see behind us now, yeah, is something that should deserve a movie unto itself.
0: It, it really is. It's, it's it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's literally Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark, right? So, do you know anything about the manufacturer and commission? Yes, of, yes, have got the, all that right here in the book. So of the the the, the plaque itself, yeah. So, who so commissioned me, it, and well, me, then how let, did it how did it come to be? Well, let
1: me lay out the story first, yeah, yeah. and then we'll get and then we'll go we'll 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 hit up and some of these you know to target some of the components. Sure, of the story. sure. So because I have all that and everything. So so anyways, um, so uh, so the story goes like this: this this plaque, um, nobody knows who commissioned it, who you know who paid for it, um, but uh, but this but somebody did you know somebody paid money for this plaque to be commissioned, and it was and it was uh, made in the it by the Kleist company in grand rapids which Mm. still exists to this day oh nice yes and so it was made by this kleiss company and then it and then um they sent these tabs out across the country to all the governors and to the president of the united states they signed the wooden tabs sent it back to kleiss they affixed them to the plaque and then the um the and then the uh, traverse city cherry queen came down from from Traverse City in escort they took a photo of her with the plaque which I have in my third book here okay they took a photo of her before they put it in the case and then the, the, the it was shipped up to Traverse City yeah. where there was a huge presentation on July 16th at the Traverse City Cherry Festival right. where the governor was there representatives of all the teams were there mm-hmm. um and uh and, and so uh, and then it was presented there's if I have this tremendous photo um maybe we can put it up at some point but uh, is I have this photo of of the presentation of the plaque, mm-hmm. and so from that point, um, from that point, uh, th- like there, th- there's not an exact trail for what exactly happened. But fast forward to 1983, mm-hmm. okay. And a, and a man named Bill Aiken was walking through the tr- was he was one of the first early arrivals at the uh, Armada Flea Market, okay. Okay. And this plaque was sitting on it. The lady took off her tarp off of a table, and underneath this tarp. Was that plaque? Holy crap! On the with at the, the Armada, president's signature the Ar- on. Yes, it. at the Armada Flea Market, Every governor, in 1983. In in 1983.
0: Yeah. So how did it get from on display at the Traverse City so, um, Cherry Festival to on the so yeah, garage ex- sale table? Yeah. So is what I'm
1: trying to say. So so Bill Aiken, um, uh, so so he. Asked the lady how much the plaque was for because the plaque was soaked in dew. It was one of those early morning dews. It was oh soaked god. in dew. Oh my god! And it was so soaked that the that the, the price tag that she had on the plaque was like in a sharpie magic marker for three hundred. He couldn't even read. It was so wet that he couldn't even read the price. Oh my god! And so and so um, he asked her how much the plaque was, and she says, uh, "Well, I've been trying to get three fifty for it for the last like I've been this thing's been in my garage." for like the longest time my she said her husband had removed this plaque from a from a high school that they were tearing down okay he was a construction guy and they were tearing down a high school and that he had removed like they'd you know stripped this place of you know from everything (laughs) else and this was like the last thing in the school that they had so if he he had and this guy took it it off the wall yes
0: demolished and in a rubble truck he
1: took it off the wall Put it in his garage, and it sat in this lady's garage for so many years that she was like, "I'm just going to sell it at this flea market," <laughs> and she was trying to get 350 bucks for it. Sure, it didn't sell for 350. It sat out all night, got water damage from this dew. And then the tag, um, and then the, she when when Bill Aiken asked how much it was, she said, you know what, I just want rid of it. You can have it for 35 bucks. <laughs> thirty-five bucks. Thirty-five dollars. So Bill Aiken bought this plaque for thirty-five dollars. I, I almost swore. Yeah, thirty-five dollars he bought this plaque for. <laughs> and then he, yard yes, the and he, and then he took it to his friend who I'm just gonna make sure I get um just his friend's right. right name. Sam, um, can you
0: jump back on your phone? Yeah, so he so he um just so you, once you get us locked in there, can you yeah. So that? his
1: friend James Nicholson of Gross Point, he, he gave he turned it over to his friend. What page is it?
0: Oh, there you go. All right, sure, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So he turned it. So there's the photo of the yeah, of them yeah. receiving yeah. I'm gonna it. Yeah.
0: hit that with her phone.
1: Yeah. So um. So he turned it over. So he gave it to his friend um. say Jim Nicholson, right of Gross Point. Yep. And so uh, James Nicholson. Yeah. And so he had it restored because it, again the water damage. So he yeah. had it restored. And um and so and so he uh uh after he had it restored he donated it to the Detroit Historical Museum because what else are you gonna I mean what sure. what better
0: company so to have it it. Ed- it got here in 1984 yes so he yep. bought it at a garage sale 83 they fixed it up and they're like you know what the, the city should have this exactly that's pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah he very was, and cool. he's only out 35 bucks in the cost sure of and the cost of the restoration and you can so still see
1: one of the tabs has actually still got a little bit of water damage yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. darker than the other ones
0: yeah, yeah. um
1: but uh oh. but. But anyways, so um, and so the historical museum at this time, they put it in. This is and this is why we talk about the Indiana Jones. Right. That's the presentation of the plaque at the at the yeah. cherry festival. And then the, the right picture. That's the cherry queen posing with the plaque. That's the one up here, though. Yep. Top right the, there. That's her posing. Yep. That's her posing with the plaque in Grand Rapids before it's sent up. Yeah. To um, and you can see if you flip the page, you'll see the Kleist Manufacturing. They sent a letter to uh, Bill Aiken, to actually talking about the from their perspective, um, what they you know, th- you know how they made the plaque. That was oh, a letter okay. given to Bill Aiken.
0: So they but they never said who commissioned it.
1: Oh uh, no, they didn't say who, but they they confirmed that they were the ones. And in fact, on the back of the plaque, you see it says Clice manufacturing yeah. Class, you know, Kleist yeah. Kleist Manufacturing. Cool. So they, their stamp is on the back. But anyways, right. so what ended up happening, the reason we say it's like G- Indiana Jones in the in the Raiders of the Lost so it got sent here. Because in it got brought here in eighty-four, they put it in a box. They put it in a box and it got filed into the historical museum archives, just like you know, like in the end of Indiana Jones, where they go, where they say, um, yeah, they put all the, they put the Ark of the Covenant in the box. He goes, Indiana Jones shelf. goes, so what's going to happen to the Ark? And he goes, it's gonna it's be being a- looked after by top men. And he goes, yeah. which top men? And he goes, top men. <laughs> and then you see it at the Security end and it's being filed guards. in the box like eight million other boxes. <laughs> That's kind of how I imagine that yeah. you know what happened in eighty in eighty four when they're filing this way because. You know, because so from 84 till now, I'm, I think they, I don't know if they brought it out at all from 84 to then. Um, I don't think it was brought out at all, but it sat in this box. When and did so, you, so
0: in 90? got in 84, it went into storage here. Uh, when did you write the first city of champions book? This book came out in 2009, in 2009. Yeah, and then, this, and then you've been coming here doing champions day yeah. uh, celebrations.
1: Well, the, the thing I was doing before that, like we've been doing the champions of celebrations here for like probably five years. Right. Solid. Right. Um, but before this our Champions Day celebrations we were doing it at um, different bars like we had a we had a Champions Day Will had, does like yeah a, Will McDonald does. Yeah, he's the big champion the
0: Eastern Market Brewery they're, 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 yep, they're, gonna they're drinking some Eastern um, yep. some Champions anybody Day that wants Stout. to go drink some beer they actually Eastern <laughs>
1: Market Brewing Company actually has a Champions Day IPA which is tremendous Champions beer Day. yeah two years
0: ago I got man I had a couple too many for the last <laughs> Champions Day and it's like but it's ones, worth, it was, so what are you going to do I don't right? regret it
1: I don't regret it nope, it was nope. a great beer and I don't regret
0: it alright so 2009 you're doing Champions Day yeah no what I was doing um,
1: was so, so fast forward, it was 2011. All right. And so I, so I, like, you're
0: two, two, three years into having the book published. So yeah, the
1: book started out for a couple three years. And by that point, like I say, just like the champions, League, like, like I try to put the first book out and I get no, I get no hits from the media. They want nothing to do. I, nobody wants to talk sure, about this. Sure, sure, sure. So the only thing I could do was go out and tell the story myself. And so I'm just like going, i so I was doing art shows, cider mills, libraries, yeah. anywhere that anybody would, that I could stand there and talk to people. Um, and, and sell, you know, I was selling, that's how I made a living for years was just, you know, literally, you know, like a snake oil salesman trying to sell a book, like, Hey folks, step right up. This book will cure a broken leg. You know, like, (laughs) that's like, that's like whatever I could do to get a a book sales, what I was doing, you know, I was selling books. And so, um, Anyways, so one of the events that I ended up doing, which was fortunate enough to do, was in Midtown here I live I live nearby this museum. Yeah. And so what they do is, uh, right around Christmas is they have this thing called Noel Night. Mm. And Noel Night is what uh, basically like every business um hosts like a local business um, in their like uh, or an art, they they host an artist in their right. in their business, oh, and so um, there's like a featured artist for Noel Night. So because Noel Night, there's like all kinds of there's just all kinds of events. And there's and there's and
0: carolers, and then I, yeah. I, I DJ'd a couple of parties for Slaw, yeah. There's the all kinds Slaw. of cool stuff, kinds stuff going stuff on. Going so there's on, like
1: yeah. thousands of people that come down here yeah for Noel Night, and each place will have like something you know there's like sometimes they have free gifts and stuff mm-hmm, like this, mm-hmm. and so it just really draws. Um, it's open the, and, you know, the museum is open on that night to like midnight oh, or something. Okay. So, which is really unusual. Usually it's only up till five. So it's cool to come in at like, you know, that like 11 o'clock at night and stuff. So anyways, I was doing this. I was the guest for the historical museum oh, cool. for Noel night one year. And so I, it was the craziest night. I mean, I was set up, um, I was set up and I was, I had my whole display set up with the city of champions and I'm telling you, it was like like I've, you ever seen a snake? O's? I'm like, stop! Right, the city of champions. This I, I, was, I told the story so fast and so <laughs> furiously. Yeah, yeah. Like I must have told this story a thousand times that night. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just crazy. There was so many people here. It was just jam of people. And I'm just telling city of champions this, city of champions that. And so, um, and so, uh, so, so at one point, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I finished up that night, and, um. Uh, hold on one second. Let me just look at something real quick
0: here. Yeah, we because oh yeah, so, we're try, trying to figure out um, when this from 1984. um uh, yeah. when they discovered that this was in their possession. So so anyway, so and they here's, have something. Yeah.
1: Here. So, so anyway, so that night, so I so I'm telling this like city of champions this, city of champions that. And so at the end of the event, at the end of the event, a, a lady named Tracy Irwin, who works and she still works for the museum here, has yeah. been a friend of mine for a long time now. Since this really since this night, especially, um, she comes up and she says um she says you know you keep saying city of champions but she goes when i first got here at the museum i was like looking through some of our archives and we have this big wooden plaque in the basement and it says city of champions on it and i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about but let's get it out yeah right and so they you know we had talked it was a couple days later so Mm -hmm. and we and she got it out she they brought it out we had it laid out in this table upstairs and I walk in and I'm like, oh my God. I mean, you can see, you're just like yeah. looking at this massive wood and the, <laughs> the, the base of it was broken off. Uh-huh. Um, But there, but yeah, I'm looking at this thing going, oh my, I mean, you, it's not hard to tell exactly what it is when yeah. you're looking at it. It says, you know, the, 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 the from the text on it, the, sure. you know, the ornate um, reliefs on the bottom. Mm-hmm. um, And then the sign by the governor, you know, the, the governor of every country, sitting, of Franklin uh, Delano Roosevelt, you know, yeah, you're sitting yeah. there going, you see, they're going, you is to a, sit in a box for, I'm like, I'm like man this is you know this is the the plaque this is official validation that this was a big deal right and so anyways and so she and then they were they actually were um were building this new wing in the museum and it was they it was like a uh it was like a detroit sports wing of this museum and so they were like well this would be a a a great thing to like put in a permanent exhibit you know let's get this thing out and so they did and so here it is and so yeah, so you
0: know it's um. So from from 1984 to 2011, yeah. it sat in a box until you were here pitching your book, yeah, to Noel Carolers and, and yeah. random drunkards in the city,
1: yeah. And Tracy, you know, and I made that connection it, with Tracy Irwin. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like you know, so that's got, like one of the dividends paid off by doing this yeah. is that we were able to get this. Um, we were able to get this plaque, and then when and actually the day that they brought the plaque out, mm-hmm. um, this was uh, I believe it was 2012, the Champions Day of that day. Um, We were able to get, you know, the the history, I, I, and I take no credit for this. I did have a petition to bring back champions day at that time, but the petition played very little part in it Um, because the historical museum, they were able to, you know, they were able to get Dave Bing to sign back into legislation champions day. Like, like, so Dave Bing re-signed champions day back into effect. Like not that it was lost, but it was like a, but it was, but it was like a modern day. Like, so at the time it was the governor of Michigan city council of Detroit So there's, those are the two legislative bodies that declared Champions Day. Now there's a third, which is the mayor of Detroit in the modern day. And so, like, somebody told me one time, they're like, they're like, well, there's a million holidays out there. There's like, you know, National yeah. Milk Drinking Day, right? Right. And National, you know, Moron I like Day. Or yeah, I like, yeah. yeah, whatever day, you know, there's I all do kinds like of days. And, it, you know, well, yeah, me too. You know, <laughs> I'm saying, but the but the, the, but the, but the, but the mentality was, oh, there's a day for everything, right? Yeah, there's yeah, a day yeah, for yeah. everything. And, you know, and I'm, and my mentality is, yeah, there is a day for everything. This is Champions Day. And the only thing that separates us from, from this day from being like just a, just a, Dumb, you know, there's like another random day that a bunch of random people, you know, look at and actually being a citywide or statewide like institution in which we can mm-hmm. do some really cool stuff is merely the desire to do it. I mean, if we want to make this thing big, if people are interested in it, then we will. If, if people are not, then we won't. So, know, but
0: so Detroit City of Champions is a trilogy it's a book. It's a it's a screenplay that uh, is going to be on the silver screen one day. Yeah, we got a screenplay I, I know written for it and everything. And yeah. uh, it, it, it's uh, it's a celebration every April 18th. And I hope uh, more people get into it and, and, and celebrate it. Charles, there was some cool stuff in the uh, Sam's going to Sam's kind of going through the uh, case behind us. And as we sat down and as we were prepping here, you were like, Oh, they added some new things in here. Yeah. So people come down to the Detroit Historical Museum. Uh, and this is something if, if you love Detroit and you like Detroit history, something to bring in and look, you can grab your microphone, Charles, so you can turn around God. and look and people can hear you still. So tell me what you see. Um, in this display case, along with uh, the Champions Day plaque.
1: Well, number one, um, but, you know, you, have, you obviously have the plaque too. Um, but uh, the very the first thing I saw that was a was new addition that I had not seen, or at least I didn't remember from the last time I was here, is the silver trophy with the picture of Eddie Tolan down here. Yeah. Um, that photo that you see on there, right, right. That photo is actually um from the night it was because eddie Tolan won uh gold medals at the 1932 olympics he's got yeah he's yeah. a sprinter and so it but in 19 but it, what ended up happening was is that he was you know being a being a, an amateur sprinter made very little money i mean he's made very little money yeah. runners don't so, make money today. yeah but he was still famous in his day and so he was doing like vaudeville acts with mm-hmm. uh, bill bojangles robinson and so he ended up what, but the the Olympic committee, just like Jim Thorpe, where they stripped Jim Thorpe of his medals for doing for making money off of his, you know, off, you know, like they, they stripped, they didn't, they didn't, I don't think they stripped him of his medals, but they stripped him of his amateur status because he was, because he was using, you know, his career as a sprinter to make money. Oh, okay. And so they, therefore they made him a professional. And so what ended up happening was is he, so he said, well, if I'm going to go professional, I'm going to go professional. You know, if, if they're going to label me as professional, I'm going to go make money. Into Australia and won the 1935 Sprint Championship yep. in Australia. Nice. So that photo is him posing with the banner with the 1935, you know, with it, it you know, shortly after winning this championship.
0: So is he part of is, is he one of the champions? He's one of our Absolutely. Champions. Ed,
1: oh, yeah. He's on the newspaper right here and everything. Okay. Eddie Tolan is a you know, he was, you know, especially in his day, he was a big name.
0: All right. Um, so we'll so, do it we'll, we'll hit on him at some oh, one absolutely. of the episodes. Oh, for sure. sure.
1: Yeah, he's a featured, he's a, one of the main main guys. And so that, you know, this was looks like, and I knew it before I even looked at the tabs that it had to have been donated by the family because I, I, I actually seen a replica of that photo somewhere. And I have that photo in my book. Um, I think it was issued as a card, like a sort of like a souvenir, like postcard at some point. And that's when I knew when I saw the actual thing, I mean, that thing is, that's an original. I mean, the postcard, whatever it was made was based on that picture. Yeah. So that's when I saw that. I'm like, man, this is something the family donated because. Um this is you know because it's an original, you know, and then true enough, when you look at the cards, it actually has his um his, it just says donated by his family. So yeah. that's a you know, that's a big deal there. Um and then there, um, there's
0: a bronzed boxing glove in there. Yeah, and I don't see a tag. We're around gonna have to it. read
1: the tag. It's on this green front. Oh, it's there. down here. It's, oh, okay. I, Joe I, I, Lewis
0: boxing glove used in a fight with John Henry Lewis nineteen thirty nine.
1: Okay, yep, there you go. um so it must have been yeah. bronzed. Yeah, they bronzed the glove. That's yeah. cool. Um, so that's not necessarily relevant from 35 per se, but, but um, yeah, because in 30, but 35, clubs, yeah. he
0: had 27 wins, uh, 23 on knockouts,
1: right? Uh, You know, I got, I'm so bad. It's numbers. on the poster up oh, there. Is it? That's okay. why I oh, there you go. <laughs> got it. Okay. But Must also be, on yeah.
0: the poster up here, it says there were 20 championships. And I'm like, you guys are missing no, about 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so at least few, 20. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've least. got
1: 21 listed just in this newspaper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Um, but
1: anyways, um, so yeah, so another cool thing, which is up in that top right corner, yeah, that is a photo oh. from the first Thanksgiving game. Detroit right. Lions versus Chicago Bears. That was nineteen thirty-four, the year so, right before this. Yeah. And so that's, that's when that deal.
0: Thanksgiving tradition began. Yep. I don't even have that photo in
1: my books. That photo, I don't know where they got that, but that's the, a very rare photo yeah, right there.
0: The owner, um, yeah, just the thing says from the Detroit Historical Collection. Yeah, they had it in their um, own collection.
1: Yeah, that's a very rare photo because I've got, I do have some photos from the 34 game, but not a wide angle of the entire because mm-hmm. that was at the University Detroit Stadium. That's where they first played, and right. I, I have a lot of pictures from. I have a lot of photos from the first Thanksgiving game, but not one with that wide view where it's got the fans and, right. um, you know, where it's got the entire, you know, you, you see the entire, uh, um, you know the panoramic of the entire
0: situation. I love Sam is stretching and yes, getting, she is. She's getting, all this, yeah. getting all this footage for us.
1: Yeah. And then uh, bottom right-hand corner, we have Gar Wood um, in yeah. the, the, in the, there's photos
0: of the couple boats there. So you, if you Miss look America, at the photo, it says Miss America seven, seven and Miss then Mar- Miss, America Five, yeah. yeah. So, so the there's a replica of the boat,
1: and then there. the Miss America, that's the Miss America Ten, right there. Yeah. Okay, that's the granddaddy. I just want to make sure this
0: it's, like yeah, it's like that's a the boat. It's like a boat on a skateboard. It's like a mo, like a motor on a skateboard. It's like yeah. It's it's just a Sam. When you're done motor. filming
1: that, if you want to come up to this newspaper, you can see that Miss America Ten in action on this newspaper yeah. right here. Okay, this is the real deal, and the that Miss boat America still 10. exists. Oh, really? That boat still exists. Yeah. And so, but what's interesting? I wait till we get into the Garwood man. We're gonna do Uh like ten episodes on Garwood because he deserves a movie unto himself. Um, But you have these insane. I mean, back in the in the early, you know, everybody remembers cars and the evolution of cars from like the Model T to the you know, to these, you know, mm-hmm. later version in, in the in twenties and thirties and fifties, everybody knows about the evolution of that, but the evolution of speed on water has got this fascinating, just unbelievably fascinating story yeah. that is just very rarely ever talked about. And Gar Wood was in the very, was the very center centrifugal force upon which the, you know, all other innovations of boat buildings, especially in the world of speed revolved around for the entire first third of the 20th century yeah. i mean he was the guy that the speed on water was gar wood and so look at i mean look at that engine <laughs> boat man it's yeah, like 100 it's, I think it was 120 it miles an hour in this wood boat that he was going and he was pronounced dead legally dead two times <laughs> through the course of his career and they revived him on the yeah they revived him on the shore one time because his, well, both times because the boats blew up Jeez. but one time he actually had his throat slit by a piece of wood when the boat exploded and he was Pronounced dead. I mean, what are you going to mean? His throw was slipped by a piece of wood. What are you going to do? You know, and then they fixed, they patched him up, and he survived somehow. And he's kept on boating. That's what I mean. That's just, so. He, this nut. his story is incredible, and yeah. uh, and wait, I can't wait to get to him. But and um, then
0: there's some nice relics in here. There's a, a Rawlings football helmet. Yep, that's it. Looks and, like a, uh, a, a catcher's yeah, mitt, 1930s. From, and th- those are both circa 1935. Yeah, I'm not sure
1: if those are particular from any no, it specific it's thing, not, but it's um, it's,
0: uh, looks it's like a, just yeah. that era of that. And then there's a hockey stick from the 30s. Yep. and uh, seats from uh, Tiger Stadium. From uh, uh-huh. they pulled them out in 1940. Yeah. Uh, so they may, so or may were, not have been I'm there sure in 35. Oh, but, I'm sure
1: they would. If they were pulled out in four, 1940, then they yeah. probably were there for,
0: in 35. So um, a, a, amazing stuff. Again, the Detroit Historical Museum. We really appreciate yeah, it's great them. spot. Just letting little us city come of in champions in, and, uh, case is
1: tremendous. And yeah, they, you know, there's
0: so much to see around the yeah. museum. Sam, duck down the hallway there, and and as Charles and I are wrapping up, and people can kind of see. There's a really cool car right around the corner uh there's like some really great stuff yeah there's so again i the, love that my, we have our, our roving reporters yeah Samantha my favorite here. is
1: that my favorite is the fur trading is exhibit. i it? just love it it's so cool they show some of the different type of buildings and stuff that they, yeah. they had here
0: so <clears throat> but, um, no, but yeah, all right. so, we're, so know, that's is, the yeah. plaque that's uh the metaphor that yeah, is because you've got this detroit city of champions
1: yeah because you got this incredible i mean like think Like just this, this should be the most important piece of memorabilia in Detroit sports history. (laughs) Think about it. I mean, it's sold at
0: a garage sale covered in do
1: 35 bucks. Somebody buys it and you know, has to restore it on their own. I mean, like, Who's, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it really is incredible. And like, it's it, as for your question of what happened between 1936 and 1983, the answer to that question
0: is nobody knows. It was hanging in a high school. It was
1: hanging in some high school, you know, and this is according to a lady that was selling, you know, this is a second third, you know, like, yeah. you know, this is J- Bill Aiken talking about the brief conversation he had with a, this lady yeah. on the day he bought it, you know, yeah. which nobody, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's just, it's like a secondhand story, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. wh- where's the firsthand story that said like, Oh, we put the plaque in this museum be, or in this high school, be, you know, like why did, which high school got chosen was it, for was such it, an honor?
0: Was it a different thing and then became a high school? It was been. it like a city. Those are all questions building? we have
1: no idea yeah. because of this lost story, because yeah. the story is we're putting it together 81 years later. And, you know, that's what I'm saying. We're just, it's, you know, it's in a lot of cases. It's ad hoc. You know, it's like. Her, somebody told me this and this person told me that like where's the official documentation for any of this that yeah. said that this incredible plaque you know I mean like to say this is you know what, what, ha- what did happen if anybody has any clues or any ideas yeah. where I'm always open to new information and yeah. um, you know like I say that you know i you know I don't know like what like what high school could be possibly be chosen for this sure. honor I mean it have to be something that was like a maybe that maybe that high school had some championship and they put it in there or something yeah.
0: but I don't so, know uh the detroit historical museum these stories come to life here you can see all the things i love the the from the 20s uh prohibition they got some yeah, great got stuff a there's a commie gun they over they got, there and that's a, cool, yeah. uh, a flappers kind of dress and yeah there's a lot uh, of great stuff in here yeah it's it it, it is they a got a red amazing, Wings exhibit over
1: here right over right across the room here
0: amazing you know, space sam's
1: getting over there to us. So,
0: um, yeah, I don't know. That, that's uh, I think that that covers what we needed to talk about. Yeah, well, with the the, the, uh, the biggest thing is the city of champions. Well, yeah. Today. So,
1: anyways, you know, we we hope to do a show like this every year for these champions yeah. day thing. And you know, the idea idea being like, and we've actually, you know, over the years, with the champ with the, the events we've done have changed pretty pretty regularly. Like some days, it's just like I do a speech, and we have just a bunch of drinkers at a bar. Yeah. You know, and other days we, we one time we played softball at uh, Tiger Stadium, the grounds of Old Tiger Stadium, yeah. which was really cool. You know, last two years ago we had the Lindell Bar set up and we were drinking and doing speeches. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, sometimes I've showed a movie here before. I've done. We've done other stuff.
0: And so yeah, we're we, you we're know, making it up as we go. Uh, the, the, to, the, the, the Detroit the gall- Historical it. Museum wanted to do more and wanted to have a, a public event and invite people in, uh, but just with uh, COVID numbers with the way they are, we couldn't yeah. really do that this year. So next year, we the plan is. But the Detroit Historical Museum themselves, they have a, a plan for a, a panel discussion with you along with two other authors. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, cool. And then I'll be there chit-chatting with you guys and then talking about uh, all kinds of detroit sports history yeah and then we're gonna the, they're gonna host uh, some trivia afterwards yeah. uh we'll do and it's all gonna be online so post uh uh, if you're watching us on the Facebook, uh, if you were there, we'll post the link there on Facebook. You can join us along for for that as well. Yeah, but I just want to leave the people
1: listening for this with one idea, right? Like I say, yeah. you know, back to the this, for this, this last component about like, you know, there's a holiday. There's a day for everything like this. You know, the future is like, you know, the future is what we decide it's going to be. If this is something, you know, if the celebration of Detroit. this You know, the celebration of the Champions Day doesn't necessarily have to be just a remembrance of 1935 it can be a celebration of all these of all the great stories in detroit sports history and you know it it could involve the teams i mean imagine i I, I speculated this uh somewhere or another i forgot i don't think it was in my book i I wrote about it somewhere but imagine on the day like right now the tigers are playing Mm -hmm. right the red wings are playing the pistons are playing Mm -hmm. right um the the lions are out of season but uh, the three teams are imagine a day uh where Everybody walks into the, like everybody is told, like any fans that go to these games when they open it over they reopen it to fans, of course. Yeah. But imagine everybody goes in dressed in their Sunday best. Yeah. Right. Imagine the thing that says today is champions day. And if you come in dressed in your Sunday best, like women wear dresses, men wear ties and suits or whatever it is like this, everybody comes in in their Sunday best, you get half off your tickets hey. today. Right. And, or, or I'd say it like this. It's you know what it is, it's half-off concessions mm. or some kind of big hook to get right. everybody there, right? It's 1935 prices or something like this, right? Mm-hmm. And so that the, the turnout at those games would be huge. And they could sell commemorative game programs that are just, just for this champions day. But the long and short of it is how cool of an event would it be for all these different teams, you know, on this mall you know, at this moment for like the cameras pan out and they show the entire Crowd is all dressed, like all super sharp, looking Back when good.
0: Men wore ties and hats.
1: Yeah, but I mean, just saying, just everybody looking good on this yeah. one. Break. I mean, it's almost like a like a theme day.
0: It'd be good, yeah. and
1: it, you know what I mean. And like they pan out, and people like around the country see this and go, "Look at Detroit, man! This yeah. this is a unique sports town. This is a unique, you know." It just, I just think it's, it, there's so many different sort of possibilities that you could sure. do with it, and it's like, why not? Like, why would you not want to? Mm-hmm. And really, I think the thing that separates us from that is one is recognize, you know, understanding uh, just how big the uh, the story was, and thus the event that followed it and two just the mere desire to do so yeah. so um that's 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 why i think it'd be kind of cool to mm-hmm. kind of cool to happen but
0: all right so there you go detroit city of champions live from the detroit historical museum thanks for listening if you haven't already uh go to the podcast uh, like subscribe it's available on all podcasts, yeah, YouTube, yeah, we're we're really going to start putting a little more effort um, into the YouTube
1: component um, of it, and
0: um, and and YouTube is we have all the archived episodes, yep. yep. all thirty of them are up on YouTube yeah, right now. Soon so. to be like,
1: soon to be like a hundred, yeah, yeah.
0: So all right, so uh, appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. Uh, thanks again to the Detroit Historical Museum, Charles. Thank you for all the work you put into the research uh, of these books and uh, uh keeping the story alive and uh we're making moves man
1: we're getting like i say we got the it. screenplay ready to go we got some other moves coming so all right detroit city and uh get the same same thing for our youtube detroit city champions at youtube so. there you go
0: all right thanks everybody we'll see you next time